0: So you sign up for a program, you're ready to do this weight loss thing and you meal plan and you get the food and then there's the whining and the resistance and the crying and the I don't want to eat that and this is gross from your family. We love them but it's frustrating. Don't let it derail you. Let's talk about it today. Hey welcome to the Kingdom Fit Moms podcast where we believe that you can go on a journey to lose weight for the last time. I know you've tried all the things and you may not believe me yet, but when you do weight loss, the kingdom fit mom's way, everything changes. You're in the right place if weight is constantly on your mind, you're confused about food, you're missing out on memories and maybe even putting your dreams off for another day because this weight struggle is no joke. We're a community, and we're on a mission to invite God into this weight loss journey so you can shed the burden and shine your light. I want you to start living and believing in the version of yourself that heaven sees. Let's get started. one of the very best ways to feel supported as you try to make some of the changes that we're talking through today is to have your people, to have your tribe. And so, if you didn't know, we have a brand new renovated program, Fit Moms Accelerator. This is our 10-week weight loss boot camp and you're not going to want to miss this opportunity to jump in now. When you get in the program, you have a 10-week process that takes you exactly through what you need to do to see the scale drop, but also to set up a lifestyle of sustainable weight loss and sustainable health and fitness. And the best part is you get to practice it for an entire year in community with like-minded mamas. And on top of that, We just finished a Real Food Reset, but we have five more happening in 2024. So if you sign up now, you can start practicing a lot of the concepts that we teach in this community, including real food and not succumbing to diet culture, but just eating the food God created. And then in March, you're going to get the opportunity to join us in another reef Real Food Reset. I know a lot of you have told me that you had some amazing goals for 2024, including for your health. And maybe it's been hard to kind of get the motivation. Maybe you feel like hibernating like I do with all the snow and the ice. And so this is a perfect time to jump in to Get rolling on your health goals and you can start now for as little as $197 today. Go down to the show notes and sign up for Fit Moms Accelerator. I'll see you inside. Okay, I think planning for this podcast episode has been one of my favorites because I know that it's such a struggle for me and for you when it comes to picky eaters, because as parents, we want to have control and we want to. And, and the thing about eating, right, is that you're trying to set your kids up to do something that's good for them, right? You just want to shake them and say, just eat this. It's so good for you. It's better for your body. You won't get sick, etc., etc." But I want to encourage you today. I have a four-step process. If you are a busy mom of picky eaters and you feel like you don't have time to try to research all the things for how to get my kids to eat well and take the time to, you know, do something complicated. So we're going to talk about that today, but I also would love to know what your situation is like. So after you listen to this podcast, hop into Kingdom Fit Moms on Facebook and tell us how has this process been for you and your family and your kids? Do you have picky eaters? Has there been a transition and what has worked for you? Because this is just my suggestions, but I know that you have some more too. And that's the power of being in community. So come hang out with us in Kingdom Fit Moms on Facebook and tell us what you're doing and which of these um, steps in the process has been most influential in your mindset shift to to hopefully transition your picky eaters out of that, but to just be along for the ride. Okay, so the number one step when you're when you're trying to make all these changes for yourself and get healthy and get your family on board is the mindset work. So this will be a process and it will not change overnight. So we need to set yourself up to have a lot of grace for yourself and for your kids. They have been used to a certain way of eating. And so when you come in and want to overhaul that, many, many women tell me, that their kids will say things like oh your mom goes again right and we don't want we don't want your kids to think that mom's on the crazy train again we want to have a mindset of okay my main goal in this journey first is my own transformation and through the process i will do things in this order that i'm about to share with you to get my kids involved but I'm not going to force my will and to force my desire on them all at once or maybe ever depending on the ages of your kids and we'll talk a little bit more about that today. So I have a two-year-old who is a very strong-willed two-year-old and you know, it's funny, I'm a health coach, right? I should have the epitome of healthy eating children and although my kids, they do eat pretty well, they also love a Culver's cheeseburger and cheese balls and my two-year-old, has been, um, sometimes we call him cracker because I think that he's like just fueling his body with crackers because some days that's what he will eat. So anyway, um, I will tell you a little bit about more about my process, but literally my husband, he got home from Africa. I talked a little bit about that in, um, Monday's podcast, but he got home from Africa. We were at a friend's house who she graciously cooked us dinner and I brought over a bunch of vegetables that needed to be eaten, and I made up this ranch dip. I did Greek yogurt, a tiny bit of mayo, and Epicure ranch seasoning, okay? I have never, in his two and a half years of life, ever seen him ask for more vegetables, but something clicked in his little mind where he decided On when was that? On Saturday, that they were suddenly good. We were even on the way home and he was saying, Can I have some more carrots? I'm like looking at my husband. (laughs) We always say, play it cool. (laughs) Don't don't make a big deal of this, but it was suddenly a shift. So don't expect it to happen overnight. But if you stay consistent, I think most kids will come around. So the next step in the process, so you have a mindset already that. I'm going to have grace. I'm not going to force my will. This is going to be a process. The next thing you need to do is to add in more good foods with what you're already eating. So don't, it's tempting to just take everything else away. Okay. Take away the chicken nuggets, take away the French fries, take away the frozen pizza and just make them eat everything you're eating um, real foods. Don't do that because you're going to freak them out and they're going to rebel and not want to... Um, eat anything or you're going to have extra whining. So keep giving them the things that they are used to right now. Okay. That is very important. I've read statistics. I don't know what the exact statistic is, but it takes them, it takes kids eight to 10 times or maybe more to see something as normal on their plate. So what I have done from the time they were little is whatever I'm making for dinner, I will put it on my kid's plate. So even when I make something that seems weird to them, like a quinoa bowl with Brussels sprouts and sweet potatoes and cranberries or something like that, maybe I have something else made for them that seems a little more normal, like just a plain sweet potato. But then I will put the Brussels sprouts on the side, maybe not in the same combination that's in my bowl, but I keep introducing them. Um, When I make you know, some sort of like, I have this one recipe that I love. It's a sweet potato rainbow salad, and it has onions and peppers and beans and carrot or not carrots, corn and Greek yogurt. Anyway, it's delicious. When I make that, I put it on my kid's plate. When I make a salad, even salads for my seven, five and two year old, I put it on their plate because I want them to see that this is normal food. Okay. We think that our kids, you know, what is normal for them is cereal and hot dogs and macaroni but think about we are going back to kingdom principles and eating the way that god designed us to eat and that is not normal okay that is very much man-made fake food and so we want to normalize what we're trying to create so even if they don't eat it encourage them to try it especially when you first um get going on this process, but put it on their plates and you will be surprised sometimes with what they will eat. Like my five-year-old, I remember when she was three and a half, she was sitting at my counter and I was eating a salad of greens. And I think it had some feta cheese and apples in it or something like that. And she's like, can I have some? And again, I was like, play it cool, Kelsey. Cause I was just surprised and she ate a whole bowl of it. So don't, don't, um, You know, don't put words in your kid's mouth or thoughts in your kid's minds of what they will or will not like. Just give them the opportunity to say yes. Okay, the third step in the process is to get them involved in the cooking or preparation or planning. Now, this will look differently depending on the age of your kids. The same goes for step two. Um, You know, if you have teenagers, maybe you're not preparing their plate, but you can still keep presenting it. And then we'll talk more in step four about how you can talk about it. So anyway, step three. So getting them involved in the process. So grocery shopping, if you have younger kids and you're taking them with you or you're Instacarting, like I often do, Have them pick out something new and exciting or maybe you have a whole list of fruits on your fridge and then you start checking off all the ones that you've tried and same thing with vegetables and make it fun. Depending on the age of your kids, let them help you chop up the food. They have even knife sets that are relatively safe for even younger kids, like five, six year old. They have a kind of a guard on them and so you can let them start cutting apples or peppers or uh potatoes might be still a little dangerous still but use your best judgment you know have them chop up some spinach um and they will find it fun my 7 year old he is really taking on this identity of helping me in the kitchen he loves cracking eggs he loves flipping eggs he even is into putting the dishes away which i'm not complaining about and it gives him a sense of identity and purpose and again my prayer when it comes to health for my kids is that they leave my house really well equipped to make wise choices that I have equipped them well. I've not forced them into anything, but I've shown them a better way. That is my prayer. And so part of that is equipping them to know how to do that when they leave your house. So when it comes to the process, are you involving your kids at all? Are you completely taking this on? So they have no idea what mom is doing behind the scenes maybe get their opinions as well on what they want for dinner. Give them choices. Do you want this meal or this meal or this meal? Or maybe you have a list when you're inside of Fit Mom's Accelerator and Fit Mom's Academy. We help you to create a family catalog. So there are go-to meals that you know your family will enjoy. And then we help you to slowly build that catalog and expand beyond that. But You can give them options of what they want for dinner. And if they don't help you plan, then you get to pick. And that's how it is. And so um, you can, they, they can have the choice if they want to be involved. Also, if you have teenagers, I think that, or even, you know, older elementary, make this a part of their chores. If they are in your house, they can help prepare the food. You are not the only one eating the food and there's so much value in everybody getting involved in the process, depending on, you know, if your kids are in school, if they're homeschool, this is great to do with your kids. And I plan to make this a part of our curriculum, so to speak, is teaching them how to be efficient in the kitchen. But if your kids go to school somewhere, this should still be something that you uh, are teaching them and that they should take ownership in even while they're in your home. So have a meeting, have a family meeting. We also teach you how to do that inside of fit moms Academy as well. Um, how to, you know, have a meeting to just have a, you know, come to Jesus, talk about, Hey, mom needs your help. If you're feeling overwhelmed mama on having to do all this, then you need to delegate. And there are plenty of ways to do that. Oftentimes husbands are great to delegate to as well. Um, Maybe they enjoy cooking, maybe they enjoy grilling, and ask, you know, how would you like to help? And give them options, don't force it on them. And then make it fun. If your kids are little, you can have, um, you know, smiley faces on the plates, you know, don't you eat that nose, and then, you know, they think it's funny to eat the nose. Things like that can work. Or you can have dipping parties, or you have hummus, and, um, you know, like a cheese dip, or some ranch, or whatever it takes to get your kids to try vegetables, then great. I remember when my seven-year-old was two, my husband, you know, we'd make, um, bake or we'd roast some broccoli and he would refuse to eat it. But my husband would be like, just douse it in ranch, Noah, like just, just eat it with ranch. You can't even taste it and maybe that's not the best strategy but now he is a great eater of vegetables he he will pretty much eat anything because it's not scary to him anymore so you can have fun you can make a charcuterie plate and let people pick out different things and you know maybe rate it which one is your favorite which is your least favorite etc you can really get creative with that okay the last step in the process of getting your picky eaters to come on board with real food is to speak truth about food and I think sometimes we shy away from this because we don't want to instill, you know, a fear of worrying about weight or, um, you know, you don't want to, to make your kids feel bad about the way they look or what they're eating or whatever. But I want to challenge this thought because if they don't know the truth about food and then they may get stuck in the same shoes that many of you tell me that you're in now as well. So when I say speak truth, it's not saying you need to eat this to lose weight. I don't recommend that at all, but I do recommend starting to to really um, speak what the Lord is teaching you about food. And this is a big part of what we do in our Real Food Resets every other month inside of our Fit Moms communities is that we are restoring the glory of God in real food. And this is what I want for you to pass on as a legacy to your children when you're eating the carrots, talk about how it um, has a lot of vitamin A and it's improving their vision. And um, when you're eating fish, you can talk about omega-3s and how it's helping their brain power. And when you're eating blueberries, you can talk about how it has it's filled with antioxidants to help fight cancer. And you know how cancer runs in our family. We really want to fuel our body so that we can do everything we can to protect it or Hey, I'm making these smoothies because it really was a bummer when you had to miss all that school for being sick. So let's do everything we can to put up our defense so that that doesn't happen again. And when you start explaining this to your kids, like they're smart human beings and they can get on board with that. And even my, my seven-year-old, he will choose to, um, eat real food because of how I have talked about it to him. And again, I'm not, um, I'm not, Producing shame in other choices. But I am speaking truth about, you know, if you eat a bunch of sugar, it causes inflammation in your body that can make you feel really sluggish and kind of slow your body down. So just speaking the truth about what the food is doing is a really powerful way. And also, If your kids are older, maybe you sit down and watch some of the documentaries that they have on Netflix or Prime or whatever you watch about sugar and food culture and the demise of food, and it can be very eye-opening, and then your kids might decide for themselves. So I hope this was helpful today. If it was, I would love for you to share this episode on Instagram and connect with me. So go to Kelsey Wickenhauser on Instagram, share this episode with a friend and tag me so that I can see you and connect with you. I'd love to get to know you and a little bit more about your story. And also tell me again, tell me inside of the Kingdom Fit Moms community or on Instagram, what has resonated most with you. And I will see you next week. Hey, Fit Mom. If this episode blessed you today and you can think of somebody else who's struggling in her weight loss journey, would you consider sharing this week's episode with her to give her a sense of hope? And then while you're at it, hop on over to our free Facebook community, Kingdom Fit Moms for daily encouragement and support. Let's go shed the weight to shine the light.